Hey, y'all, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. Y'all are here today. Hey, Randy Kay. Hey, Mom. Do I call you Mom? Yes. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Kathleen, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Hey, I'm Lisa. Nice to be here today. y'all here today. So we're calling this a bonus episode because that's really what it is, y'all. It's it's a little bonus. Um, since school is right up on us, I thought it'd be fun to have some teachers in my life um, to share a little about this upcoming year. So um, let's just get started. And um, I want to paint a picture for you. And I'm probably going to cry when I start talking about this. I want to paint a picture for y'all of who's sitting in this room with me right now. Um, to my left is my precious daughter, Randy Catherine Edens, who is a teacher. And um, to her left is my daughter in love, Kathleen, and she's also a teacher. And then to her left is Lisa Hall, who is my niece, who um, I just grow to love more and more every day. And then there's one more person in this room that has been in the shadows. And I want to um, I want to talk about her just for a second, Rebecca Odie. Rebecca is um, she's a she's a co-writer with me. She's walked right along beside me this whole entire time during Real Walk. She's an editor. She's a producer. She's just learned how to do it all. And she's a most importantly, she's a servant for the Lord. So that's who we have in this room today. It is um, it's going to be amazing. So y'all, let's uh, let's just get started. Okay, y'all ready? Okay, you can yep. talk. <laughs> you can talk. So, Randy Catherine, um, each of y'all, I want you to tell a little bit about yourselves and um, where you're going to be teaching this year. Hey, Mom. Thanks for having us today. So, um, I teach at Mississippi State University. I'm an instructor there. I teach college readiness skills. Um, it's a lot of life skills, and most days I am a motivational speaker. Um, I educate college students how your mind and the way that you think and see things happening to you affects not only their time while they're in college, um, but overall in their lives to carry them throughout after they get out of Mississippi State. That's awesome. That is very, very interesting. So, Kathleen, tell us about a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, my teaching journey has definitely been all over the place. I started my teaching journey um, in Arkansas teaching middle school. And after two years, I realized mm, middle school may not be for me. And so I <laughs> um, actually moved to Thailand and taught kindergarten there. And then I came back to Arkansas for a year and did kindergarten again. And then I've spent the last three years in Nashville, Tennessee, teaching first grade. And I'm currently getting ready to move to somewhere else and teach uh, second grade. So it's been a long journey, but I'm excited to see uh, how second grade is. That's awesome. Okay. And Lisa? Hey, I am um, married to John. Been married for almost 22 years. We have three kids. We have Dalton, who's 23. Um, Preston is 18. And Presley is nine. Um 
Preston is going to be starting college this year, and Presley is going to be going into fourth grade this year. I am currently teaching fourth grade math and science, which I have, this will be my 16th year, and I have taught fourth grade the whole time. I figured I would change. I like change a little bit, but for some reason I've stuck in fourth grade. So that's awesome great 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 stories so all right y'all let's just let's just dive in so Brenda Cat, we'll start with you if that's okay um you have a toddler at home who obviously isn't in school and you'll be teaching on a college level like you said so can you tell us how you've been preparing for that first day of school yeah so i love my job um i'm i'm actually very sad whenever uh, each semester ends because I don't get to, you know, share those passions that I have and I get to use every day teaching those college students. Um, right now, I've had a really long summer with my son. Um, he is the absolute joy of my life. Yes. And uh, we've had about four months of, you know, just I think that's a good thing about teachers, right? That we get summers and all oh, the holidays. Yes. Oh, so keeps us so going. It's been really nice, um, but I'm looking forward to going back and starting in a few weeks. Um, I prepare by, we have a nanny that comes, and a really good thing about teaching college is that college students do, sorry y'all, they only go to class every other day, so mm. I only have to teach every Lucky. other day. Jealous. Um, I can teach either Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, or Tuesdays and Thursdays, and um, I taught Tuesday, Thursdays last semester. Um, teaching Monday, Wednesday, Fridays this semester. So I just really prepare by having our nanny come and I'm, I'm actually only gone for a few hours out of the day. I'm home by lunchtime. Um, so I prepare by making the making sure the sitter has her times lined up with my times. Um, I have to make a syllabus for every student and Really, I, I actually pray over every one of my students. Um, each semester, I have over 600 students. And so um, it's really important to me that each one of them, I not only know their name, but I like to put a face with their mm, name. That's good. And you're so good with knowing names. Uh, I know phonics. <clears throat> well, we'll learn that on another day. So, um, Lisa, um, now you're at a different stage in a different stage of life. You have, like you said, one leaving home, going to college, and I can remember those days. And you still have Presley at home in elementary school. So what's what's going on with you in getting ready for that first day, for Preston to leave for college and for Presley to still be with you? <laughs> I get it. I promise I get it. <laughs> um, prayer. A bunch of prayer. Let me just say this real quick. I get it. Y'all, listeners, we're, we're all tearing up in here because it's real. It is really, really real. Um, that first day of school is tough for teachers. But Lisa's got, she's, she and John are stepping into uh, something new. The last 13 years, you've, um, you've either taken Preston to school or, you know, since he started driving, you know, you... Um, he's been right there close by. Yes, he's been right there close <laughs> yeah. by. You knew exactly where he was, but now he's yeah. leaving. And I can remember when Trent left. And I can remember when Randy Catherine left. I'm going to tell you something. It's, you sore up prayers. I think I told mm -hmm. you that a couple of years ago. Yeah. Start storing up those prayers. So right. go ahead and wipe your eyes a um, little bit and just take a deep breath. I'm good. Um, <laughs> it is very bittersweet. I've been looking forward to this year because Presley is actually going to be in my grade. Oh. She's going to be on my hall. She's not going to be in my classroom, but she will be um, on fourth grade hall. 
with me. But at the same time, then I have in the back of my mind that Preston is actually leaving and he won't be at home. He will be home this semester um, because he's not going to be living in a dorm. So I do get a little bit more time with him until Christmas and then he will probably be living in a dorm after that. So um, just I've been preparing with prayers lots of prayer awesome cannot go wrong with that and so listeners y'all do us a favor and let's pray not only for lisa um but let's pray for all these moms that are transitioning into something new um with their kids so that's so good lisa thank you all right kathleen you're making a move not only uh, to a new school but to a new area and I know this is exciting, probably overwhelming, <laughs> and even maybe a little scary. So can you tell us how you've been preparing? So moving to a new school in a new state, um, the scariest part is probably just being the new kid again. Um, I've done this a few times now, moving to a new school. And I feel like the most important part to prepare uh, before the first day is kind of building that community with your staff. Yeah. Um, so I've been really blessed the school that I'm going to everyone has been reaching out wanting to get coffee having a pool party and and all of these things yeah before going there and I think it's really important to build those relationships with my second grade team before school even starts because they're the people that I'm going to be leaning into for help because a new every school is different and they do things differently and so um, it's going to take me a while to get accustomed to being at this new place and so I'm going to be really leaning into those other team members to help me get to where I need to be. And so I think that's kind of been the main thing I've been focusing on. It's just building those uh, relationships with my team. Right. That's so good because they are your your school family. Oh, they, yes. I'm with them more than my real family (laughs) during the school year. So I I can remember those days. So, um, well, ladies, that that was so good. Thank you all so much. Um, We just went through a worldwide pandemic. And it affected education in a big way. I know y'all know that. So share with our listeners some of the day-to-day challenges that each teacher faces in a day. Lisa, can we start with you? Sure. Um, I would say the one of the biggest challenges is that there were gaps that were left open for each mm-hmm. student. Um, the ones that I have coming in this year into fourth grade missed a whole nine weeks of first grade. Wow. And so their reading skills and even some of their math skills are um, lacking. Each um, teacher before previously has probably filled some of those gaps, but we have to work on teaching what we are normally supposed to teach and filling those gaps wow. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's very true. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Kathleen? What's challenging? So she kind of talked about the academic side for me and teaching first grade this past year, I saw a lot from the social emotional side. I had students who had never been to school before because they didn't go to kindergarten. They had no siblings. They had no siblings at home. These kids came in, had never been with other kids before. And so it was a real challenge at the beginning of the year to just teach them how to be in a room full of other kids. And yeah, so it was a challenge, but it was really rewarding because by the end of the school year, you know, they were a class family. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that because I never thought about that. I never thought. I didn't think about it until the first day. And I was like, whoa, this first day looks a lot different than the other first days I've had. So. Ready, Kathy, what about on a college level? Um, 
How, what are your challenges? Yeah, so I would say Lisa and Kathleen have definitely been impacted more because for college students, um, you know, the ones that didn't get to graduate and go to prom, it, it was unfortunate for them. And I would obviously never wish another pandemic to ever happen. Um, there were so many negative aspects of it. Um, a, a challenge for me was that I did have to learn how to navigate online a lot because mm-hmm. I taught all mm-hmm. online yeah. and I'm not a great person at technology, but I figured it out because um, at Mississippi State, we have an IT team that is fantastic and you can call anytime, any part of the day and they can go into your computer and help you with anything. Um, But I will have to say that, you know, there was so many negatives, so, so, so many negatives with COVID worldwide. Um, But I also looked for the positives um, because, um, you know, you had to keep your mind right. And that's actually what I I teach a lot um, in my class is that your it's mind over matter. Um, and so when I was teaching, um, I was also pregnant. And uh, I had to, the positive for me was that I truly felt like the Lord had blessed me in that time because not only was did I get to be home while I was pregnant and big and swollen during the summer <laughs> and all of those things, um, I also actually didn't take maternity leave. I got to teach online while I had ASA. I was I was actually answering emails and opening quizzes while I was in labor. And so so, um I got to be home with ASA his first full year of life Mm. and teach online and that's a time that I'll never take back. So I never actually even thought of all the negative parts that elementary students have to go through had to go through and still are going through. Um, and while there were some negative parts for me, absolutely, um, I just try to look at it in the most That's positive good. way. That's good. That is so good. Okay, let's lighten it up a little bit, ladies. Um, I want to know, what's your favorite part of the day? What What is it about your job that you love? Just Y'all just jump in. Any of you? Um, I'm going to say the best part of my day would probably be in the morning, when I'm spending my time with Jesus and reading my Bible and praying. Mm. And then the um, best part about my job would be 3 o'clock in the afternoon when oh. we get to go home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really, um, the relationships that I build with my kids at school That's would good. be the absolute That's, best part. That's so good. Yeah. Um, mine's when the light bulb goes off. Y'all know what I'm yep. talking about? Yeah, um, I don't. Yes, you do. You're a teacher. That aha moment just went off. (laughs) We saw it. Hang on a minute. I literally thought they've implemented something new. Oh, my gosh. Now they have a light bulb system. I know that. I get it. Um, You know, when the light bulb goes off because they're like, don't get it, don't get it, don't get it. And then I explain it in a way, maybe one-on-one, and they're like, oh, I do get it. They got it. I love that. Kathleen? Yeah, I'm going to have to kind of tie in with what Lisa said a little bit. So my best part about or my favorite part about my job in general is just watching from the beginning of the school year to the end of the school year, Mm -hmm. us become an actual class family. And at the end of the day is probably my favorite part of the day, not just because the day is (laughs) almost over, but um, we eat snack. I turn something on, you know, like a show or something on. We're packing up. It's really relaxed. And it's like we've been structured all day. And at the end of the day, we just kind of have fun together. And that's when that community and relationship really builds. And so that's probably my favorite part of the day is just getting to spend time with them. I know that every child wants to be in each of y'all's classes. (laughs) 
each student. I, I, I can just see that. So the love that y'all have for your for your kiddos. Okay. As a former teacher myself, I know that I loved when the administration or the parents treated us to maybe a luncheon um, or just something nice. It, it just made us feel so appreciated, you know? So what is something that you appreciate being done for you? Kathleen? Um, yeah, I can jump in. So I don't get me wrong. I love a lunch. I love a good gift card. But I would say that my probably probably my favorite thing that I've received from admin and parents is a note. So uh, yeah, my principal at my last school was really good. He would come in randomly and sit and watch me and I would be so nervous. And then when he would leave, I go to my desk and he would have like a page long note of just saying, you know, all the positive things he saw. And then if a parent sends in just a card saying how much, you know, I've helped their child and how much their child loves coming to my class, like nothing, nothing can compare to, to that those little so, notes. Yeah, I'll jump in with that. My love language is words of affirmation. So an email goes a long way whenever, um, and I have a really great boss. He's a family man. Um, so he knows how important family is and his values. Um, he'll email us a lot and just say how much he appreciates us. And that goes a long way. That's yes. Good. Lisa. Um, my administration loves to, Come around with carts of goodies and Are leaving us candy bars in our mailbox. I need to come they to your will, school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they will send a Google form in the morning for Sonic drinks and no. deliver Sonic drinks to us. Yes, wow. and just those shout little out. things like yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. Makes... Shout out to Deidre Huntley and Michelle Holman. They <laughs> yes. are the bestest in awesome. the world. Awesome, East Summer Elementary. Yeah. yeah, they're great. That's yeah. right. A little okay. bit goes a long way. That's right. Yeah. So just like all of us who work, whether it's inside the home or outside our homes, y'all, we as ladies, we, we work hard. And y'all, we as women, we have schedules to juggle. So what I want to know is how do each of you make time for it all? What are some, what are some key things that have to be in place for your morning or your day to go smoothly? And I'll just start off and I'll just say this real quick. When my kids were in school, in elementary school, we had to have clothes laid out. I mean, if we didn't have clothes laid out, it was just going to be a train. The, the morning's going to be a train wreck. So, just you know, share with us what you have to have in place for your day or your morning to go to go well. Um, so for me, it helps to kind of like brain dump the night before everything that I have to do the next day, just so I can get it off my mind and sleep well. If I know kind of what my routine looks like in the morning, um, then it just runs a lot smoother. So making sure my alarm is set and I have maybe breakfast already, already done. That's right. Um, doing some overnight oats. So I don't have to cook anything that morning. Um, you lay your clothes out still? Yes. I still lay my clothes out. Make sure I need all to. that's ready. Um, and then having that quiet time is important as well just so you can get your mind right before it does get crazy. I have to have a slow morning now. As I can tell, like as I've gotten older, having a slow morning, getting up early enough to have my coffee, have my morning time, sit and even just getting ready and not feeling rushed has made such a big difference. And like I can tell I'm getting older and saying that because my uh, one of my good friends, it's only her second year teaching and she gets up 15 minutes before she leaves and she's running out the door and I just feel like it's so important to get up early enough to slow down and have your have your time before you run out the door and you're busy the rest of the day because the rest of the day doesn't slow down. So you kind of have to make make that time happen. Exactly. Lisa. Um, I as well have to have that quiet time in the morning. Um, I 
have come to realize that there are some things that you will not get done in the day. And it is okay. It is okay. That's good. Yep. That is good. Um, this one sitting here next to me, we are checklisters. And we, you know, we make lists and check them off. And it just feels so good to check that, mm, those yeah. things off that list. That's yeah. so good. That is really good. Um, okay, so y'all, this has been fun. I, I love each and every one of y'all. And I thank you for taking time out of your day to come and do this. Um, I have one last question. I'd like to know how I and our listeners can pray for each of you. Randy Kay, will you go first? So I'm actually going to talk to Lisa about this. Um, She doesn't really know this, but um, parents preparing to send their students to college. Yeah, there are a lot of college students that, you know, may not have it all together and they are maybe partying some and not got their head in the game and their minds right. But I think a lot of parents don't realize how stressful college is. It's actually very, very stressful, especially if they're trying to work a job. Um, They're juggling, you know, not having mom and dad um, telling them what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And they're figuring out who they are as a person. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a very high percentage that college students drop out of going to church. So Mm -hmm. I would say um, praying for college students to stay in a community of church and finding those friendships, um, whether it's, you know, a Christian faith-based or just having those good friends, encouraging them in that way and supporting them really no matter what, where they are, but to support them and, and pray with them and just be with them. Mm, that's so good. That's that so is good. very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I would ask for prayer for myself, for wisdom and for patience mm. to give to my kids. And, um, I don't know my kiddos yet. I don't have a class list yet, but just for everybody just to pray for each and every one of those little kiddos. Say Miss Hall's class and when you're praying and God knows who it is. Miss Harmon's class too. (laughs) Thank y'all again for being here. Uh, I love each of you so much. This has been so fun. And I'd just like for us to close out in prayer, okay? Father, I come to you today and thank you for each of these ladies. They are so special to me, and I ask you, Lord, to bless them in a mighty way. Lord, I pray specifically for not only them, but for all the teachers everywhere, every day, as they take care of their students, as they watch over and teach them. Lord, I I pray for administrators in each school, and not only for administrators, Lord, but for the staff as well. Y'all, for the bus drivers, for the cafeteria workers, for each person who cleans the school, give them insight in making decisions in order to keep everyone safe. Lord, I lift up not only each and every student, but also their parents too. Whether they're being taught at home or publicly, God, just please watch over and protect them. And lastly, Lord, um, please be with the schools who have been affected recently and even in years past by tragedy. God, I can't imagine, I can't imagine how they must feel those little babies and those parents getting ready to go back into that area. Lord, please bless them and let them feel your presence. We thank you, Jesus, for all you do for us. We love you, and it's in your holy and your precious name. Amen.
If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at realwalk underscore podcast and on Facebook at realwalk22. And you can always reach me at my email, realwalk22 at gmail.com. See y'all next time.